I'm John, and tonight I want answers about Veterans Day and the elections. There's no stopping us now, because we're live. Tonight's episode, A Bird in the Hand. I said it before, that's going to get old really fast. Uh, it's going to be hilarious. Check your calendars. If it says November 11th, 2010, then we're live. Assuming you are watching this on KMVT. What if their calendar is out of date? They, like they got one of those word-a-day calendars, but they haven't been tearing it off? Well, I can so only... it still says November 11th, but it's like 2014? We could go on and on about You should say ways. the year. You should say the year, too. I just did. I said 2010. It should be up on the screen. It was people, on the screen. People, people who watch this probably have the volume down. Aren't you watching the show? I said the date. If you've never seen the show before, and I can understand it. why you wouldn't, this is like a courtroom drama. I'm the prosecutor. We have an expert witness. And you at home are the jury. And we'll make our arguments. Who's the defendant? The, it's the topic. That the we, topic is the defendant. Yes. The who's topic his, is we who's vote his attorney to convict or acquit. Um, he's not here right now. Anderson. Cooper. This this is a kangaroo court. I mean, his his attorney has to be present in the courtroom. It's like a courtroom. This isn't drama. Guantanamo. My guest tonight is Keith Statenfield. He's the host of Keith Explains on at eight thirty on Wednesdays. Really? That's um, what I'm on? I thought it was on Tuesday. It's a great show where it's Keith explains a variety of topics, but sometimes, often, he lies. Yeah, I do. I lie a lot on TV. But not tonight. Not tonight. Tonight, tonight he swears I will not, be not lying. to lie. He is our expert because he's a news junkie, a history buff. I have a problem with the news. And a philosophy major. Yes. You've got a lot of problems. The news I, that's, is that's, the least yes. of your problems. Yes. We'll be taking your tweets. So you can tweet us during the show at, at John Wants Answer. There's no S at the end because the S is for suck and the Twitter people don't allow longer names. So tweet us and we'll later on we'll be looking for our tweets and we'll read out your tweet if it's a good one. You know there's already an S in John Wants Answer. Earlier. It's, it's the last S that would It's only it the last S, but whatever S they have is the last S. While you're on the internet tweeting us, why not follow us on Facebook, where John wants answers on the Facebook. Last month, Keith was not here. We had a different guest. We had Scott, my good friend Scott. And we talked about baseball. A lot of baseball. And I learned things. As did I. And there are three things Scott made some small errors on so we have some corrections okay these okay. will go in the record books uh he said the world series game one started on tuesday october 26th so if you tuned in you'd be disappointed it didn't start till a day later wednesday october 27th so luckily you didn't miss a day if what you, if you were in place. china i'm not going to get into that uh the world series was not named after the new york world newspaper it's a common misconception. It's an urban legend. Everyone thinks that's true, but it's not. 
World Series was around in the 1800s, long before the paper was. Finally, seventh wow. inning stretch. It's amazing because I don't think baseball was invented until like 1860-something. Yeah, 1800s, I said. Yeah. 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 And there was a World what Series. What if there was a World Series before that? I, I don't know. I yeah. look that. The seventh inning stretch. Uh, Scott said that it was in honor of President Coolidge, but really it was William Howard Taft. Everyone loves Taft. He was a big man. He's our beloved president. Named Taft. Uh, so I thank Scott for being on the show, and he's always a valued member of the John Wants Answers family because this is his review. He's a semi-pro TV watcher, and he said, this might be the best TV show I have ever seen. He said this, and he confirmed it last month on the show. Yes, and it's technically always true. I'll always be mentioning that quote until a better one comes along. So if you're tired of me saying that, send me something better. Look at how far apart we are. This is crazy. It's like we're in different time zones. This is to give the appearance of objectivity. Really? Because I'm the prosecutor and you're the expert. I think we just put the chairs too far apart. And I got some wheels on mine. I can scoot. Yeah, I'm not allowed wheels. We had issues with your wheels before. I think, I think it was the rocking. Part. Our first episode, Keith was doing a lot of rocking and it got our viewers seasick. So they couldn't register a, a verdict. Really? They, yeah. That was the problem. We, we threw out. I, I feel guilty now. I've ruined the TV show. All right. Our first topic, Veterans Day. It's like music from God. Today, November 11th, as you saw and as we discussed painfully, today is November 11th, Veterans Day. Or in Canada and in the Commonwealth, it's Remembrance Day which is basically the same holiday we honor our soldiers, but we wear poppies for a week on our lapels. And poppies came from a poem called In Flanders Fields, written by a Canadian doctor who saw terrible war on a field owned by Flanders. And she wrote a poem, a famous poem. And so in Canada, we have poppies and uh, other uh, British. We have poppies companies. here. No, you don't. No. But beyond that, the two holidays are the same. Okay, um, what's the second topic? We have more to this topic. Oh, do we? Okay. So in honor of those who fought wars, uh, I thought I would ask you, what wars, U.S. wars, can you name? What There's U.S. 12. wars can I name? There's well, 12. 12. I suppose it depends on what you count. I mean, declared by Congress wars or just things people call wars? Let's just say people, things people... Things people call wars. We'll just go with that. Because I don't declared know. by Congress, I think. I don't know if the War of 1812 was even declared, but that might have been one. Uh, Civil War declared, not really declared a war. Uh, World War One declared a war. World War Two declared a right. war. Uh, then we'd have the Korean conflict. Uh, well, it's called have... a war by some people. Yes, it <laughs> is called the war by some people. Uh, we have the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the Spanish-American War. Uh -huh. um, I suppose you could have called some of the skirmishes with the Indians in the West mini-wars, but I don't really think any of them were yeah. wars. Uh, the Revolutionary War, of course. I mean, that's right. before, before the country Congress. was founded, right, so right. hard to say. Uh, War of 1812. How many do I have so far? 
You have um, eight. Eight out of 12? Yeah. Man, I suck at history. Okay, what did I miss? Okay, so there's the Mexican-American yeah, War. Yeah, Mexican-American War. Yeah. Remember the Alamo? Yes. Technically, Texas wasn't part of America then. Yes. But America still went to war to get Texas. No, no, I think... Bad I things think, happened. I think Alamo. we went to war and had to take Texas. Oh. Okay. Yeah. These last three are... There's Desert Storm. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to count those. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's one called... Operation, uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Enduring Freedom. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. And then there was Iraqi Freedom. Yeah, okay. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the War on Drugs. Okay, and the War on Poverty. And the Cola Wars. And the Cola Wars, yes. 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 And so I'd like to thank my father-in-law, Yosh Tamaki, who was in the Korean War, was a POW in the Korean War for a while. So thanks for your service to our country. And I can say our country now. More on that later. <laughs> okay, look at that, we're ready for a break already. So we're going to have some station messages and we'll come back and we will take your tweets and we'll talk about the elections. Okay. So stay right there, don't go away, we'll be right back. Okay, so I watched the show last month. Because the show you know, that I was, you I was busy. On. I was, yeah, the one I wasn't on. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't watch all of it. I fast-forwarded through some parts because it got boring. Um, but <laughs> the parts where you weren't there were boring? Yeah, yeah, mostly those. Um, here are my observations. Scott didn't talk a lot at the beginning. So originally, I thought the show was going to be really funny. It was a little creepy because when I'm like talking during the intro, he's just staring right at me. Yeah, he's just staring straight <laughs> yeah. at you. Yeah, and he didn't dance. He didn't dance during the credits. Right? I wouldn't invite him back if I were you. Mexican-American War is not for Texas. Mexican-American War was for, where are we? California? Yeah. It was for a lot of things. We got Texas in that war. No, Listen, no. now we got Texas later. Joined. Yeah. Uh, really? And, they, and part of their agreement to join the Union, they reserve the right to leave. No, no, that's a myth. It's yeah, a myth. No, really? They think they have the right to leave. But as we know, there's no right to leave. We got them. They can't get away from us now. Well, we might let them. Yeah. Is there t there's, I always hear like fringe talk of Texas leaving. Yeah, yeah, fringe talk. There's fringe talk in Canada about Quebec leaving as well. Yeah, and well, they tried. They tried a few times. They yeah. Referendums all the time. Yeah. I don't, we don't have referendums at the national level. Mm. No, that was not a national referendum. That was a provincial referendum. Oh, just Quebec. So Quebec you just was going Quebec. to Quebec. Like you asked everyone else, they'd have been, yeah, oh. yes, get rid of them. They're practically We're deciding French. whether they want to leave or not. This is a long PSA. I wonder what we're advertising. Five minutes. Okay. Five, five more minutes. Four, three, two, one. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. And let's see if we have any tweets. Uh, the last thing I see here was before the show started. Yeah, from five weeks ago. From me. Keith is going to say he's going to be live. And that's the last that was I mostly heard. to make sure that Twitter was working, because sometimes it's busted. Oh, my connection's a little slow here. And they put up the whale, the fail whale. Are you? Do you have the fail whale? What did no, I say now? No, I don't. But look, I don't have any internet connection. Oh, uh, it's almost like we completely lost our internet. I think it's fair to say we have no tweets to share with you tonight, which is not different than most nights that we see us. Yeah. So you're not missing much. Well, we're not missing much. They're not watching. They're going to see us later. Later on the YouTubes. When you watch this on YouTube, you can't tweet us. You're going to be wishing you had tweeted us earlier to answer your question. 
We'll still be looking for your tweets during the month. So if you have anything else, you can. Oh, please tweet. We'll, we'll get it working. Okay. Our next topic, elections. <gasps> okay. There's no music from God this time. It's hard to act surprised when I wait for it yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> then people know I'm God just acting. God was just slow this time. Elections. Yes. So we had elections this past we week. We did. So I have some news for you. I don't know if you knew this, but Canadians, which I'm a Canadian, are allowed to vote in the election under very specific conditions. And here they are. You can vote if you've been a permanent resident for five years or more. Yes. If you've committed no felonies. Well, not until have you vote. Not committed any felonies. After you vote, you've committed a felony. Wait, no, no. This is going to be official. You fill out a N-400 form and N. you submitted it. And you've passed an English civics and history test. And then you swore to uphold the Constitution. If you do these things, you can vote in the election. You can register and vote. Well, I think technically you have to get the approval. Like, you can't just swear in your bathroom to uphold the no. Constitution and then go vote. So, technically, if you do all these things, you are a U.S. citizen. No, no, no. And apply to be a U.S. citizen. That's, and wait that's for form, customs to agree. That's Form N-400. No, no. I can fill out Form N-400 and throw in the trash can. See, that would be filling out Form well, N-400. You don't, you don't get to take the test until you filled out well, the form I, and submitted I it. And the test. Might. Anyways, long story short. You're no longer I a dirty, can, filthy Canadian. I now voted in this election. You're just dirty and, and I filthy. did not commit any felonies to do it. Well, that, that we know of. Okay, so I voted for the first time. You did. And it was an interesting thing to do for me. You don't vote in Canada? We, it's different. We like fill in circles, I think, on we a piece of paper. We used to do that. I had to, this is what I had to do. I had to draw a line yes. from a box to a triangle. If I drew a, line, a thin line, that means that's what I'm, I'm voting for. Yes. I remember I was living here like 10 years ago. And there's a big deal about hanging chads. Punch cards. We had the punch cards. There was no chads on my no chads ballots. No. We, we, we got rid of the chads. Because of the fiasco? Well, partly. How many different ways are there to vote now? Well, you can vote electronically. And you can vote with the paper ballots. That's the, the two. Yeah, pretty much. And all the paper ballots are electronic. You like can also online. vote on the internet. You can? Yeah, you just go to this website and you type in what you want to vote for. And then you push submit. Oh. Okay. It's run by the Republicans. Oh. Yeah. So it filters your vote to make sure you chose wisely. Yeah. Well, it doesn't <laughs> count, actually. But you can do it. Oh, okay. Will I be referring to that during my election? That would be a felony. Month? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there was basically two things that we voted on. People and measures. Okay. Okay. So when it came to people. You, did you vote for them? I vote for a lot of people. Good going. But there's parts of the ballot about people I didn't know or care about. You didn't, didn't know, didn't care. Like, you know, the school district stuff. Oh, wow. See, and I knew everyone that was running for it. I didn't know everyone. I think I knew five of the six people running for school district. I didn't know any. And of I only got to vote for two of them. Yeah, I didn't know any of those people. For, for, yeah. I voted for Congress. I voted for a senator. I voted for governor. Yeah. But they had some other little things. I don't know who they were. Yeah. So this was my question to you. Yeah. They have something called write-in candidates. Yes, they I do. was very tempted to write your name in that, for every position. That, that would position. have been bad, but legal. What would happen? Uh, it wouldn't count. Do people who get written in have to be pre-approved? 
not to be pre-approved, but in general they have to have pre-indicated to the registrar of voters or to the state, to the secretary of state for mm -hmm. statewide offices that they expect to get write-in votes so that whoever the correct person is can send those lists out to the people who are looking at ballots. And beyond that, they don't even bother to look at how many people have, how many write-ins, unless the total number of write-ins exceeds the number of votes that the winning candidate hmm. got. Because if you have a, an election and the person gets 4,000 votes and the next person gets 3,000 votes and then you have 100 write-ins, those 100 write-ins are never going to be enough to, be win. Enough to win. They're right. never even going to be enough if they were all had written in the name of the second place guy to bump him up to first place. You should contact the Secretary of State in two Deborah years. Bowen, Because yes. I'll be You'll be writing, writing your name, name in. in every two years. People who don't know anything else about, I'm writing your name in. Okay. Generally, people have used like Alfred E. Newman. He's a guy in the Mad Magazine, right? He is. I was compared to him in junior high. Oh. I probably shouldn't be saying that. No. <laughs> so, I got a lot of you look like Rick Moranis. I never which didn't that. make a darn bit of sense because I didn't think I looked at all like Rick Moranis, yeah. except we were both kind of losers. Now that you mention it, you look kind of like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's Canadian, by the way. Okay. So, in our Congress, Congress, there are two parts. The yes. Senate. Man, you must have studied. I studied hard. The Senate part. <laughs> the Senate part. In the House of Representatives. Yes. Now, we call people who are in the Senate, we call them senators. Yes. And people who are in the House of Representatives, we call them representatives. Yes. Now, technically, since they're both in Congress, they're, they're all Congress people. Congressmen or Congresswomen, Congresspeople. Yes. But when you talk to people, if you say Congressperson, you call them a Congressperson, it usually means they're in the well, House. Well, it's because there's so many more of them. I mean, just odds are you're right. I, I was reading that it's, you know, not right to call a senator a congressperson. No, no, they'll get missed. Yeah. Okay, so members of the House representatives are elected every two years. Yes. So every election we have, every two years, you're voting for them all over again. Every last one. Um, so there are some special people in the House of representatives. We have the Republican leader, the Democrat leader, also called the majority leader or minority leader. And we have a Speaker of the House. Yes. So, how is the leaders of the parties determined? Um, generally, those parties have their own elections outside of Congress because they're yeah. not official positions within the mm -hmm. government. And they, by majority rule, decide who they want to be the majority leader in so, the House. And that would be the party that has more people than any other party. So it's voted on by the representatives? By in the, the representatives in each caucus. In each caucus, okay. So only Republicans vote for who the, re currently, who mm -hmm. the minority leader was. Only Democrats voted for who the majority leader is. And the one wrinkle is there are some people in Congress that are neither Democrats nor Republicans. Independents. But they tend to declare them, you know, they tend to caucus with one of the two parties. Hmm. So those people vote for who the majority and minority leader are, even if, even though they aren't technically in those parties. Is there anything special that a leader gets to do? I don't think there's any constitutional powers they get. Certainly mm -hmm. they probably have some powers within the caucus of 
selecting who's going to go on what committee or who gets what office or whatever. And then you have the Speaker of the House. Yes. Now, that's a person who is in the majority party. Often. I mean, it's not required. How that's is... The, the Speaker of the House is selected by majority vote at the beginning of the of each session of Congress. Okay. And whoever gets the most votes becomes a speaker. In general, since we have a two-party system, each, you know, the party that has the most people beforehand will have their own mini-election because they'd like to have someone from their party mm -hmm. be the speaker because the speaker controls a lot of things. So, you know, in the current session of Congress, all the Democrats, since there were more Democrats than Republicans, got together and had their own vote, really, mm -hmm. and they decided that they would all vote for um, for Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. And so when they got to Congress and had the official who wants to be speaker vote, they all voted pretty much en masse, mm -hmm. and so she became speaker. And so since our election, the, uh, the Democrats lost a bunch of seats. They did, in the House. So now, when they reconvene, in January. Nancy will no longer be the Speaker of the House. Uh, they'll probably vote for someone new. It's my guess. Right. I don't think the Republicans <laughs> are going to vote for Nancy. Right. But we can see. It might that'd be nice. Bipartisanship. Is there a word on who we think the Republicans will vote for? Uh, it's speaker? probably going to be the person I like to call um, Representative Boner. And what do respected news people call him? I think they call him like uh, Boehner. Okay. John Boehner. John Boehner. Yeah. I'll yeah. call him John Boehner. Um, so he's expected to be the new Speaker of the House. Yes, Nancy he'll be Pelosi. our first orange speaker. Yes. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is going to run, I heard, for minority leader. She's hoping to be the minority leader in the House. And the Democratic I heard. leader right now is Steny Hoyer. Yes. So is she going to try and win the election from him? An election yeah, from him? Yeah, yeah, she's going to try. Is she's he running again? I haven't heard, but probably, well, I don't know. That's the kind of thing that tends to get ironed out before they really have the election. Everyone counts votes and sees how many they have because no one likes to lose. Mm -hmm. So if we get close to January and a lot of people are lined up behind Nancy Pelosi, you know, Hoyer will just step aside. Yeah, yeah. Or the other way around. Um, and the Speaker of the House? Also is second in line to be president. If after vice the president. vice president, yeah, yes. President. All right, that's the House of Representatives. Yes. Now we can talk about the Senate. Okay. Senators, every six years. Every six years, they have an election. They get they run every six years. Yeah, they didn't used to, but now they do. When did they change? Uh, some time ago. They used to be appointed by the state legislatures. Oh, appointed. Every six years, still. Oh, every six years. Okay. Um, and so each state has two senators. Yes, even North Dakota. But the elections are staggered, staggered so that you're not voting for both senators at the same Hopefully. time. Hopefully. So there are exceptions sometimes, but typically, typically you vote for just one senator. Correct. And sometimes no senators. Correct. One out of three years, one out of three elections. Correct. Um, so are the senators from the state typically both of the same party? It depends. So some states are some states up. yes, some states no. Yeah. Um, how is the Senate majority leader determined? Uh, the same way as in the House, mm -hmm. the 
members of the caucus vote generally before mm -hmm. and then just select them. So Again, in the Senate, the the majority and minority leaders have no no power constitutional powers. Right. So Harry Reid was the leader until now, and I guess since the Democrats still control the Senate, then still would, is would he still be the the leader? They're not going to have a new election every. No, they will probably have an election in January when the when the Senate reconvenes. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard whether he expects to run again. He probably does. I haven't heard if he expects to win again. If he, if he does run, run again, he, he very well likely will yeah. win. Um, I heard, this is what I read, I heard that the minority leader's job in the Senate is to make sure that president serves only one term. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people don't know that. It's in the Constitution. So Mitch McConnell is the minority leader. And that's yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's going to make sure the president... There's only one term. How will he do that? Um, generally, it's dirty tricks. You know, obstructionism. Yeah. Uh, name calling. That kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. No one knows. Buying elections. Yes. So not, not recommended. Because it doesn't work out all the time. No. No. So I think in this election, um, there's a bunch of people who spent millions of their own money, millions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of money. money. Uh, I'm going to talk about three people who I just came to my head. Okay. Meg Whitman. Spent a lot of money. She was running for governor of California. Yes, California. California. She doesn't say it that way. I heard she spent $163 million of her own we money. We think, yeah, at least. And she didn't win against Jerry Brown. Jerry no, Brown no, she did not. Why would someone pay so much money to get a job that doesn't pay very well? Well, could be that she thought that she could do a better job and she had a lot of money and was willing to spend it to do a good job for the state of California. Mm -hmm. That's the optimistic view. Pessimistic view is that she would like to pass laws that would make life for her or people like her more good and would be worth spending $164 million on. But the governor doesn't pass laws. No, but they veto laws. And they that's, can veto that's or not useful. Veto. That's useful. Yeah. Carly Fiorina. 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 She was the CEO, CEO of, HP. of HP. And winning for... Kong? Senator. Senator. Against Barbara Boxer. Barbara Boxer. Also lost. Did she yeah. spend a lot of money for... She spent a fair money? amount of money. Not Meg Whitman money. Not Meg, that's big money. Yeah, that's big money. Um... And wrestler wife, I written down. So yes. the wife of the guy who runs the wrestling company. Yes, Linda McMahon. McCann. Yeah, did she win or not? She lost. She lost. Okay. Yeah, spent a bunch of money. Mm. Yeah. We only have two minutes or less. I want to quickly talk about propositions. How does a proposition get on the ballot? Uh, you get enough signatures. How I many think is it's that? Four percent or eight percent of the number of voters in the last general election in the state of California. That's a lot of signatures. That's a lot. Yeah. How would I collect them? Uh, you pay people to stand out in front of grocery stores and browbeat people into signing. Okay. How can I find out what evil corporation sponsored a proposition on the ballot? Uh, I think the proponents have to be listed. People that actually paid to put the signatures on have to tell the Secretary of State or the Attorney General that. Am but I then, told that as a voter? Oh well, you could look it up. Where'd I go? But then now with Citizens United, you know, random corporations can spend as much uh, money in favor or against as long as they're not the direct proponents. So we're screwed is what you're saying? Yes. 
Okay, I had more questions, but we ran out of time. We did. Every time we seem to. Yes. Have to it's make like poor planning on our part. Our next episode will be December 9th. It'll be great. And let's not, thanks let's for watching. not promise anything we can't. And uh, thanks to my crew, director Loretta Beavers, technical director Tom Clark, audio is Bill Snow, titles Lisa Tesler, floor director and camera was Jim Twu, cameras were Sarah Doxiadis and Dox Doxiadis, and our engineer was Robin Frank. I wonder if they're related. I think they are. Sarah and Dox? I think I heard Dox is not really his name. I heard it's really a nickname. Wow. And Timothy Drury did our opening news theme. He did. He's on there every month now. Cool. And that's the disclaimer. That's, yeah. And that says goodbye in yeah. French. Yeah. That means over in French. Do you think we're...